Hello and welcome to Off The Record. Jesse and I are recording on a Wednesday night. Jesse had a long time to recover from uh, playing beer pong for the first time. Um, Mm -hmm. And also playing in some other drinking games that I don't quite understand um, in Brooklyn. I'm not sure if I didn't understand them because I'm a college graduate and I never played drinking games in college. Or because it was in Brooklyn or some mixture of the two. Um, But here we are. Hi, Jesse. How's it going? It's going. It's a Wednesday. I have to go to Brooklyn again tomorrow. Uh, you're so lucky. You get to be in the greatest place on earth again. I have Insta- a- instead of in a in a uh, at a rainy lake house all day. I have yeah. The one the one day a year I have a graduation party. It was the coldest and rainiest day of summer. Your parade was literally rained on. Yeah, that's my whole life, man. <laughs> We still had fun. We did still have fun. Jesse bought me a physical paperback book as a present. I, I, I should say to the readers, because they'll enjoy the how listeners. I, I, the, you I'm mean sorry, the, the listeners, listeners or the, the, the readers, readers that listen? The listeners, listen, the listeners that read, maybe? They'll, they'll enjoy how hard I trolled you on your gift, because I did buy you a gift. That is one of the best gifts I bought you. Please kill me, which is the best book on punk. But it's also because you know nothing about punk, and I had to troll you at least a little. But that is the best book and one of the most enjoyable reads you'll ever have. I should have my father read it as well. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was a lot about probably at the time he was still, uh, you know, having fun in life. It would stuff. give him a break from his Bill O'Reilly uh, fictional novels. Oh, man, that is rough. <laughs> We're starting out on a fun note. Well, would you like to do some follow-up? Sure. I just wanted to mention real quick, um, At Venue is a service that I believe we have certainly talked about on the show before in the prior 55 episodes. Um, What is At Venue for those who don't? 55. Zach, this is 60. 60? Yeah. I can't. You know how many times I took math? <laughs> um, at venue, for those who don't know, for those who are in new bands, for those who are figuring their life out, at venue is a very wonderful service. Um, it is a web service, a iPhone app, an Android app, etc., uh, where musicians and touring artists can report their music sales. Uh, and have them be sent off to the sound scan and billboard charts every week, and then also. Uh, do other things like inventory their merch sales uh, and send reports to managers, label reps, etc. So, for example, if Knucklepuck are on Warp Tour and they sell 50 CDs today, I can wake up to an email tomorrow seeing that they sold 50 CDs and then knowing that those 50 CDs went off to SoundScan, uh, which is a huge help because back in the days before I was involved in this music industry, I am told that reporting sales on the road was a true disaster. That, that That is true. You used to literally use sheets of paper to do it. And then never mind also this the disaster, I think still a disaster, reporting to pu- your publisher to get uh, publishing for your venue performances. Oh, Still awful. sucks. A lot easier if you have a publisher. Like, for example, now, like what my bands do is after every tour, our publisher will be like, what did they play on the last tour? And we'll send the most apt set list of what they played, whether that was seven songs, 15 songs, whatever. And then uh, 18 months later, you'll get $5 from BMI or ASCAP or whatever. Yeah, the $5 is the very $5, hard It's for the next Taco Bell purchase on a tour. But anyway, App Venue sent out an email to people that use their service earlier this week um, just as an update that they have partnered with SoundScan Deeper ahead of the global release date. 
So beginning Friday, July 10th, and that's the first global release date, at venue will become Nielsen SoundScan's preferred venue sales data provider and will automatically submit all venue sales recorded in at venue directly to SoundScan on a daily basis. So one, this is sort of a major uh, vote of confidence to at venue from SoundScan, which is really all that matters about tracking sales. Uh, and two, it will be daily reporting and a lot more fluid. So I would really say for any artist or manager or record label person that does not use SoundScan, oh, sorry, that does not use App Venue uh, and thinks that they probably should be using App Venue, please do so. Um, they're a great service. It makes my life wildly easier every day for management. Uh, I, I think they're a great company. Great company. There's some good people there. We know some of them. So let's let's get into the meat. The meat of this podcast, uh, what did, I don't know, man, what did Taylor Swift do this week? <sighs> Thank God nothing. <laughs> I'm sure just sat around being a fuck girl with no booty, as Diplo would say. Wow. Is that the guy in Jack U? That's the guy in Jack U. Oh, you I get this. I, uh, wow. What's the other band that I think has a cooler name? I that don't remember. In? Isn't Diplo in another band? Major Laser. Major Laser. I think it's a cool name. I could see uh, a lot of fuckboys liking Major Laser just because of the name. I, 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 I am with that. I mean, you know why a lot of other fuckboys like it? Because you know that Queen Bee, Beyonce, stole that. Uh, well, I shouldn't say stole. She basically took a whole Major Laser song and made that Who Run the World Girls song from a Major Laser song. Like, that's just the instrumental track, and she wrote a new vocal over it. Wow. Did you know that? I don't know anything about Beyonce except the queen can be late and is never late because the queen can never be late, which is something that The Verge posted today when posting about that she welcomed in uh, equal rights in marriage four days late. And then the post ended with, but the queen is never late. Mm. Uh, and mm. I enjoyed that. And I will use that in the future mm. when talking about uh, you. Oh, I'm never late to anything either. No. Definitely like not. ever, ever. Like I'm, I'm one of the most prompt people who's ever walked the earth. There's no sarcasm going on though. None. Um, so, uh, Apple Music, uh, a service that uh, started one year and two months ago, when Apple bought Beats Hardware and Beats Music right before WWDC last year for three billion dollars, uh, has launched. It launched on the thirty on the 29th of June. Uh, nope, on the 30th of June. Uh, and it has. there's a three-month trial. When you sign up for the three-month trial, it prompts you to sign up for a ninety for a $9.99 uh, plan or a family plan of $15. You can opt out of those, et cetera. But it's launched. It's here. Jesse and I have been talking about it for what feels like the since the second episode of the podcast we recorded. Um, it, it has been a long time coming. It has been. It feels... <laughs> Yeah, it's truly been uh, 60 episodes worth of uh, Off the Record. Um, the last few months kind of really heated up, I think. We saw so much, as we've talked about, we saw Spotify getting into exclusive content, updating their apps, buying uh, analytics services, raising more money, doubling their users in just a few months. Um, we saw a title launch. We saw RDO flounder a bit and continue floundering. We saw... As recently as today, July 1st, Facebook may be dipping its toe into music, etc. Um, I, I, I tweeted it. In the future, every corporation will have its own music streaming service. I agree, and we talked about this 
maybe a few weeks ago, but just my thought, and I think you agree that like, look, I hate to tell you, but music is a commodity. Um, every There's a few things that every major service must have, right? Every operating system, right? You must be able to text message. You need a notes app. You need a web browser, etc. You know what else you need now? You need a music streaming app because it's just a commodity. Um, and it's it. I think saying that, I, well, maybe you don't agree, but I think saying that on my end is a little like people could very well be very upset at that because it's me saying, well, art doesn't really matter. And art does matter, but... To the people that have the greatest control over art, like Apple, <clears throat> like Google, um, it's just another checkbox. The yeah, do you agree? Well, yeah, and I think like it's it's silly because one of the things like people always talk about is like who's gonna win? Is it gonna be Apple, Spotify, or whoever? And you're uh, and like maybe it's just that you people watch sports so much and you're used to like there being a winner and a loser. In my eyes, if I had to predict what's going to be is there's really going to just be Amazon's going to have their service and yeah moms are going to use it and Xbox music's going to have it and yeah whatever weirdos still use Xbox are going to use it and like yes Apple and Spotify are going to duke it out I think Spotify is going to be much more about being the free player like kind of like what YouTube is and Apple's going to be much more about people who just want the ease of a functionality but are willing to pay for some music and there's going to be all these other niches all through this streaming sector, just like there'll be Google Play for people who are weird enough to use Androids, a.k.a. Uh, broke motherfuckers. Um, what I will say, I think Apple kind of wins regardless because the most people using Spotify are probably on a Mac and an iOS device. Um, and that's where all the people are going to be using Apple Music as well. That's where the most people are going to use RDO or Tidal, etc. Um, it's funny because Apple obviously has the most desire to have their service do really well. Um, at the same time, uh, Apple's software system is the most popular in the world. It does not sell the most, but it makes the most money and it is regarded the best and companies build for iOS before they do Android still. Um, and Apple kind of has a heads up, uh, uh, you know, a leg up regardless. Um, that being said, we obviously will see as time goes on about um, free versus a paid, whether three months of a lead-in as a hook-in for Apple Music is well enough to get people to convert and to not join Spotify. Um, and now we can maybe get into our first two days use of the service. But, you know, at, at a bare minimum, I would say that Apple still has the wild power of any time when set when uh, when Apple sells seventy two million iPhone six S's in the first six months, uh, every single one of those individuals will have Apple Music on their home screen on the bottom right corner with a potential three month. Uh, subscription if they haven't already started using it and that's going to be more people than spotify currently has as is <laughs> not counting everyone with an iphone already well, so our, our friend uh matt cola who at matt rocksteady on the twitter machine uh he made a great tweet that apple just needs to get 10 percent of their installed base to have more users than spotify and uh I think that's pretty possible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say uh, if you, when I heard Ed, I was waiting for Ed Seed. Yep. 
Yep. Done. Uh, mic drop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Streaming that's service that's commodity that's drop. Pretty much done, and that's why it's kind of funny when you see, you know, um, Fuckboy, Sean Parker, and uh, talking all this shit and everything, and Spotify putting out really obnoxious um, press releases uh, in t- anticipation of this, because it's really not that hard for Apple to do it. Now, with that said... Shall we get into it? The services. Yeah, I mean... If you do not have Apple Music installed and you want to have Apple Music installed, what you need to do if you have an iOS device is you need to go to System Preferences and go to Software Update to um, update to iOS 8.4. It'll automatically reboot your music app. Um, If you have a Mac and you are on Yosemite, you need to upgrade iTunes to 12.2. Um, and then you'll have Apple Music everywhere. If you have an Android device, Apple Music will launch on Android in the fall, I would imagine, uh, by September 30th. So um, I clicked Apple Music, um, and then there was something very the there was something that they brought over from Beats uh, that drove me mental. Yeah, the the bubbles, right? Yeah, I remember on like the second or third episode, I signed up for Beats Music. Because I had never used it before. And we talked about how it drove me nuts that I had to go through a launch screen that included me picking the kinds of music genres and artists I liked with these little red bubbles that are definitely attractive, right? Like those are. Oh, it's great design. Great design, really nice UI. And what I would say is a really bad user experience because you know what? Bubble wasn't there. Punk, I said punk. it. You so said it. I you said it. I retweeted it. And this is the thing. I know punk is a quote-unquote minority. In my head, even though Metallica have sold 800 million albums, metal's also a minority, and it's there, right? Um, even though you could obviously throw in Green Day, The Clash, Blink, whatever, into, album, into punk bands that have sold millions of records. But... Um, so that's a frustrating process for me, and I imagine a lot of our listeners because I Wait, have Zach, to. Zach, Zach, we need to do a stop here because there was a greater atrocity in this process. Okay, go on. I couldn't find bands that I liked despite clicking indie alternative and dance. So that's the thing. So, so, so but it gets worse. I got so frustrated, I had to click that I liked Death Cab for Cutie without a bubble that says, but none Woo! of those crappy new records. That was one of the only things that I could find that I liked. Oh, it, it, it hurt my soul to have oh, to pretend I'm so that happy that you, I, did you get I the like intro anything, to Ben Gibbard playlist? It, 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 was, it killed my soul to have to say that I want any part of anything after plans. I know you listened to the intro to Ben Gibbard playlist. Don't you lie to me. That definitely did not happen. What about the Death Cab for Cutie Deep Cuts playlist? Oh, my God. I'd rather hang myself. Oh, I'd rather hang myself out of pure misery of joy. <laughs> that was not your best sentence. Well, I don't need best <laughs> sentences because Ben can sing for me. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't need to hear any more songs about Zozo. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, the onboarding, the on, this is the thing, that onboarding experience, like I bet when Tim Cook launched the Beats app a year ago or whatever, he was like, this is really nice. It, that was probably like a nice thing for him. But it, it's not a nice thing if you're a fringe person. Lucky enough, if Apple gets 10% of uh, its user base to join and beat out Spotify, the majority of its user base is going to be very happy with those little bubbles that they pick on. But for example, I had to like hobble together a mix of indie and alternative and rock choices to find only like 
Death Cab, Bonnie Vare, All Time Low in the Main, which is like fringes for me in all oh, senses. Oh, I know. I saw that All Time Low, and that was the first quote unquote, since I don't call them punk band, to come up. And I literally, like, my soul ached. Really interesting, though, that All Time Low was on there. <laughs> um, yeah, they have, but they, they, they had a top five record. They had a number one record. Was it number? Uh, oh, that's right. It was. I thought it was top number two that week. Well, I just missed it, it. It sold the most. I will say it. It did not stream the most. It, it yes. streamed. It okay. streamed below Wiz Khalifa, um, which is maybe a victory. Um, so let, let's. You got Pat. You you select your bubbles. You sign up for a ten dollars a month plan, which uh, you can definitely opt out of. Um, however, I don't plan on opting out of it, so it wasn't a problem for me. And then you're in. Um, when you're in, you are granted by, uh, like five, uh, bottom icons. One is for you. One is new. One is radio connect. And then my music. Um, how should we start? Well, let's just start going through what we saw. Okay. I have to say the most pleasurable part of it for me was connect. Interesting. Okay. So yeah, I saw you tweet, uh, well, tell them what you tweeted. So, I one of the dance groups I followed was Classics, who are one of my favorite groups, and so they on their connect had shared a Diplo and Friends mix where they did a re, a uh, nice little dance mix, and then I started following some more more people that I liked. I found more artists and curators, as they put it, which kind of made me my stomach turn because I hate calling musicians artists, and the one thing I hate more than that is calling them curators. But I have to say, connect is what I wanted it to be, which is. Bands not just sharing their dumb Twitter thoughts or their dumb Tumblr thoughts, but sharing like content that is associated with the creation of their music. And I have to say, I found two great DJ sets uh, from that, and I was pretty stoked. I had a pretty damn good bike ride to work yesterday because of it. Okay, so my thought on Connect, we can talk about Connect for a little bit, I guess. Um, yes. It annoys me because. I think it is really good. So uh, if you didn't see, if you're a band or you're a manager or whatever, you can sign your artist up. Or if you're an artist, you can sign yourself up for a Connect account um, at iCloud.com. And so I did that for Sorority Noise uh, and Knuckle Puck, though it hasn't come through for Knuckle Puck. But I, am, I, I now am one of the controllers of Sorority Noise's um, uh, Apple Music Connect account, right? What I and that's cool. I don't know when I'll start using it or poking around with it. I, uh, me, like Zach Zarillo, I I am following Zane Low, All Time Low, Death Cab for Cutie, and Blink, and a few others, and they're the only ones of mine that I follow that are using it so far. Um, but I guess I I see I really like connected what it is. I could see myself going there a lot because it does feel sort of like a mix between Instagram and Tumblr in good ways. But I want to be in Connect, Jesse, like me. Um, oh, you, you, so so you want to be able to share the things you like with people, right? And you know what? I did I that. Like a few, that. I, I did. Like that. I did that a few times, and then I went into Connect, and it was I, it was sharing a sorority noise, and I was like, oh shit, I need to delete this. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not into that. I don't care about my friends' music. I care about the musicians. I, I think that's what's different about this than Twitter and Facebook. Because I like the idea. I like. The, I. I don't like. It's one of the things I don't care about about Spotify. Is like, I don't really care. Like that's why we have other social networks. 
Okay, but this so should be this should just be people... an artist stream of what they're of what's going on with their music and content around their music. Okay, so what do you think about this? I know a ton of people that truly love Spotify because they can see what their friends are listening to and they find so much music because of that. Listen, I I get it if they want to do something like that, but that's why I per- personally don't love using Spotify because I get annoyed all the day when I'm trying to listen to stuff by this noise on the side of my Facebook friends who literally, I would say, 85% of my Facebook friends, I don't even know who the fuck they are. More than um, that. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 we don't need to go down that road. Um, <laughs> but, like, I, I don't care what they're listening to, and I just don't think it's done well. Like, uh, to have a constant noise of, like, this is what your sp- Facebook friends do, and I know other people disagree. I do like the being able to send people a song. Right, I do and like the playlist and playlists. being able to follow the playlist right from in the app. Like, so, but what if this just isn't that type of service? I mean, this or is what Apple's if it's thing. Not is on Apple, the 1.0. Apple's, Apple's always so clean with their stuff. Yeah, and and I think that's good. And I'm, it's just funny because I never want that feature on Spotify, but it's because I never really want to use Spotify. And the first day when I saw these artists sharing things, I was like, I wish I could share stuff too. And I, so I wonder in the future if there might be like an artist versus friends pain or something like that, you know. Well, um, so what you're saying is you're one of those managers who really wants to be the artist. I, just, I would <laughs> love to see what you post. Like if... You, you know that's not true. <laughs> Maybe not you, but like seriously, when I see people post things on Spotify, I am interested about them. But I never use Spotify long enough to ever take stock in those things. I use I use Spotify a lot this week, and it, it, the real thing that distracted me was the noise. So, like after we finish recording, I'm gonna write something for Friday on the site that's just like my favorite music stuff so far of this year, mm-hmm. and I want to use Apple Music to. Um, uh, you know, to, to like link to songs or albums. Um, and I want to make a playlist uh, and I'm going to make a playlist and I know that I'll be able to use a link and that people with iTunes, uh, with Apple Music will be able to get in there and just uh, add it to their playlist. But it just feels a little less social and I'm not here yeah. to also- Here's I also think that's the, the thing. Deal. I think that's what Spot the, the, they're trying to differentiate themselves. But I think Spotify is trying to be that thing where you can link everybody to playlist, and you have to sit through some commercials if you're not paying. Yeah, and here's the deal too. I'll say with this product, there's been a lot of general like this thing is clearly 0.5 worse than Spotify, and oh, you know if you come if you um I I just wonder like if we could bring back version one of Spotify when it launched in the U.S. compared to Apple Music now, which would be better, right? Um, yeah, I think as we we'll talk about, there's a lot wrong with Apple Music. There's a lot right, but what I will say, I think it's a really really good 1.0 product. Um, oh, yeah. I, I think some of the design is impeccable. It has flaws, but I, I think it, there's so much of this pundit stuff that, like, is ridiculous. I even saw, like, you know, like, people were like, da-da-da, they made this in so little time. I think that's ridiculous, too. Like, I was a Mog user because I had a free account. And, like, this is really res- – I see things from Mog in here. I see things from Beats, and it's not even that far different from Beats. Yeah, I, I think, and what's nice too, it like the layout feels right on my iPhone, on my iPad, and on my um, Mac. I will say it's frustrating. Just in, iTunes is just so bogged down, and that is one of Apple's massive weaknesses on the Mac. But um, like, it, it looks well, it looks good everywhere. Um, the the inspired like the playlist that they have in the for you section, like there's this. I'm looking at it right now. Um, 
I'm going to click it and hope it doesn't play music. Yes. Okay. Um, there's an inspired by Green Day music, um, mm-hmm. by Green Day playlist, and it takes up like the whole length of the the whole width of the screen. It's all it, the graphics are just done really well, and they've put in clearly so much time into curating these things and to doing them well. Um, as someone that doesn't listen to playlists, I was tweeting yesterday. I listened to a bunch of playlists and I kind of enjoyed them all. Uh, I didn't skip but any songs. You know, yours, Fido, this was the whole idea behind Beats. So that's what I'm kind of saying, too. Though. Yeah. It's like everything they're doing here, I mean, the layout's much better. Like I'm looking at the music our editors thing in, is in, and like, man, this is just so great. It looks fantastic. But, you know, with the richest company ever in the existence of mankind, <laughs> kind, of, <laughs> kind of better be. Totally. And I, I, I think they clearly improved on so much. And really, like, they did a they did a nine-month haul, basically, to rebuild this service that they're hoping can be from zero to 60 to 100 million people within a few years, right? And that's a lot. Um, yes, there was underlying technology, but they wiped away all of it, I think, and, and rebuilt a whole new thing. Um, and I'm pretty impressed so far. Um, so the, I, a little more on the For You section. Um I, I do like it. There are all these playlists. There's recommendations. So, for example, I'm looking at my iPad now. There's an Inspired by Green Day, uh, Fall Out Boy Deep Cuts, and Intro to the Used playlist. And some of this is obviously, not, like, I, I don't listen to the used. So I can click on it and I can say, show less like this. And that's, um, I don't mind doing that. And over time it learns, which is really nice. Um, yes. And then it pops up in the For You section, all these albums that you might already have and haven't listened to in a while or that it might think you'll you would like so like new third eye blind album and kevin devine's brother's blood and a jawbreaker record are all showing up and i think a lot of people might just be like oh i'll listen to one of those and um i really i i think it's really good and i think it's smart um the new section um, is kind of like what you know when you go to itunes it shows you um New music, obviously. However, now that I'm thinking about it, I saw Jesse tweet yesterday that he is sticking with RDO because he does not like the new section. But I clearly think he's full of shit. You, you, you said it best, though. This is the problem. Is it's exactly like iTunes. It's all this like major label, major distribution, dominated power of who gets the favor to have the featured spot. What I love about RDO is RDO's new release page is done by who's listened to it the most, not by who does it. When you click at 1201, it is literally scattered with the worst music you've ever seen because RDO just throws it up there and whoever's listening to it, they just update it with plays as you refresh it. And it's just a spreadsheet that sorts by popularity. So a perfect example is like, all right, this is going to be embarrassing. Oh, I'm going to love this. Did you listen to the Hillary Duff album? No. So I didn't know the new Man Overboard record was out because I worked so hard last week. But I discovered it was out because I went to the new release page. It was high up on that page. That's not happening with this Apple thing. And even though I would love to know there's a new Man Overboard record out considering who I am, I didn't know because... If I just looked at Apple Music, they're not showing me that. They're just showing me the stuff they want to do because they're ramming Taylor fucking Swift down my throat. Yes, and, and also they have deals with distributors. Like so, Rise. So look, this. I mean, like, there's a chance that when Knucklebuck's new album comes out, Rise will have secured a top eight spot on their new music listing. That's sure. how it's always worked. Yes. Yes. So that's the problem. Is I want democratization. I want to be able to just sort through the 
the things that people are actually listening to, not what distributors and major labels are shoving yeah, down my throat. I am curious, like if um, if they'll like oh, over time break this up into more uh, like recommended as you like things uh, for the new section. I, and I would I like think that. That's gotta happen. I think that's always been one of um, Apple's biggest flaws is like why because i bought something on itunes dude then where we would in greek a glacius and susan boyle um put out a new record when i bought a mu record like this is just like so irrelevant to me and it so ignores how music purchasing works totally um so oh something else i wanted to note um what's really interesting about the um for you a new section is that there is some major curation from maybe quote unquote like quote unquote trusted allies from curators um from rolling stone pitchfork alternative press um if you'll remember spotify launched apps like a year and a half ago and they've all but died now um, uh, I wouldn't say that. They're just not the focus everybody thought they were going to be. Right. And there's so, some of the apps that are very functional and very big parts of people's lives. Well, so like upon launch, so like I just clicked Alt Press's um, uh, section on Apple Music. They have playlists called uh, Our Favorite Pierce the Veil Songs, Bands We Wish <laughs> Never Broke Up, Two Terrific Two Pieces That Prove Duos Do It Better, Grindcore Micro Epics. Let me click this. Oh, what is any of this music? If, 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 is, if there's one genre oh, of music I, I would love to never hear a note of again, it's definitely grindcore. Then they have like summer songs, punk rock guitar solos. But let, 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 let me make a declaration here, Zach. I would rather listen to Lord Fraudzilla's solo record for... Lord Fraudzilla. Well, let, let, let's say you're forced to listen to a record for a week. It, it's any grindcore or Lord Fraudzilla's solo record for a week... I'll take Lord Ronzilla's solo record for a week. Wow. Love it. Love to love can, to hear this can, stuff. Can I, say so, can I say something about Lord Ronzilla's solo record? So I gave it a listen yesterday. I give it a quick browse. The instrumental tracks are dope. Oh, my God. No, I'm serious. Like, he got some talented people to do it. There's this, like, this horn thing on the first song. It's a really good hook. They should, have given, right they should have given it to somebody with talent and who isn't a homophobic moron. Okay. Jesus. <sighs> I don't even have a beer next to me. You, you, you know, it's not an off-the-record episode if we don't talk about Attilo. I mean, I'm fine with that. I'm just trying not to say they have good instrumentals, man. I'd much rather talk about Attila than Queen Fuck Girl. I don't even know. <laughs> um, so, so back to Apple. Back to Apple. The next section is uh, Beats, or is Radio. Um, I listened to Beats 1 with uh, Zane Lowe for about an hour yesterday. Um, I was wildly, oh, I just said, listen now, let's turn that off. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Get loose dog. <laughs> get loose. I, uh, was really impressed that aside, besides like a Pharrell song, oh. uh, um, everything he played, like I had truly no idea who it was. Really? And I knew like every bit of that. But I think most people definitely didn't know who those artists were, though, right? Really? Like, they, they like he played a week. He played like a, he played a weekend song. I know what the weekend is. Okay. Okay, but, like, but I I know who Bully is and Shamir. You should know who Shamir is. He covered an artist on your record label. Oh wait, we're not allowed to talk about that yet. That's okay. That's what editing's for. What I what I will say is that like he it wasn't like he came out and he played. 
Kanye West, Beyonce, Pharrell, Jay Z, etc., etc., etc. He did like. Have you ever what, heard that band ACDC he played? Well, dude, that's because they got the whole catalog. Ugh, worst. Um, I it was kind of compelling. Like I don't like the music he played. Didn't really is not like I, I don't like it. But it was like he it was like energetic, and I thought he was good. And I think it is really compelling that uh people could have could yeah, uh people getting off of work in the UK could have been listening to that while uh someone in the West Coast was making breakfast, and while someone in the East Coast was on their lunch hour and someone in Australia was going to bed or waking up, right? Like, I think there might really be something to that. And I know it will continually die off, but like everyone on Twitter was just talking about Beats 1, like listening. Oh, yeah. And how could you not want to get in on that and to see what the conversation was? Yeah, but at the same time, you know what happened today? Zane Lowe went on the air again and no one was talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing is... Listen, I love Zane Lowe, as I've said on this podcast. I'm somebody who listens to it. I just, I don't get the investment in this. I, it's dead. And I also found it pretty annoying. He really talked over the music like his name was Funkmaster Flux. Like, it was, it was really Isn't something. Isn't that what you do as a DJ? No, that, that, that's very much like a, a New York hip-hop thing to talk that much over the music. Like, you don't do that... Uh, at least the college radio I was to do. I used I worked at a radio station for nearly a decade. We didn't do that like that. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. Um, but I I thought it was interesting. Um, I it's definitely I interesting. I just don't know that it's really worth the investment. Yeah, and and we'll see. I I have no idea either. Um, but um, I'm just I'm curious to see how it continues. I I did know that like I saw people that listening to like Saint Vincent this morning. Um, but, I said there, there's not enough money in the world to make me listen to St. Vincent ever again. <laughs> um, we talked about connect. Um, can we talk about my favorite part? Sure. My music. Yeah. So, so, uh, so you, you talk about this. I'll t- tell you my, my side to it. My dream came true. Yeah. Um, truly like all I've ever wanted in a streaming service is Apple music. I'm done. I never like, I'm done. This is it. I don't, I don't care about for you. I don't care about new. I don't care about radio. I don't care about connect. I'm happy to have them. All I care about is the, my music area. And it's already incredibly pleasing for me. Um, I like like the dream I've been discussing. You you load Apple Music. You have the music there that you've put into your iTunes for years or that you've bought. Um, and then there's the rest of the world's streaming catalog. And you can either just play those and leave them and forget about them or um, you can add them to your library. And they're, they're, they're just there alongside the music you've imported from a CD or that you've illegally downloaded or that you've bought. Um and you can download it offline. You can do whatever. You can do. You can already do those things on Spotify and RDO, but on the go, on mobile, you can never have all those things in one app. You cannot have your iTunes music and your Spotify music on one app. Um, and I finally have what I want, and it's already working. Um, I went on like a kind of tweet storm last night, but... 
Um, for example, I have the self-titled Third Eye Blind album. I didn't have the other two records right after, so I added Blue and Out of the Vein. Um, the, what else? Uh, the, the two best ones, I might add. Oh, okay. Blue, um, Blue and Out of Vein have the best songs on them. Just the, all the tacky lyrics about going down on girls because he's so weird. He's so weird, man. Like, what, what is with having multiple songs about that dog and then releasing them as singles? He loves dude, dude, Velvet, too. What's dude's got to get help. Velvet? But, oh, yeah. I, I think he's just a real tacky old man. He's right? old. He's, like, he's, like, like, yeah, he's, he's like older real, than you, man. He's way older. He's, like, in his 50s. Like, he could he could have been, like, if he had knocked some girl up in his teenage years, he could oh be my, my dad. Oh, my God. He could be, ugh. But I did like his, uh, he, he had a really good quote on the Twitter machine this morning I liked. What was it? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to get into it. This podcast doesn't need this. Okay. Um, so anyway, so I added those. Um, another cool thing: uh, you can add albums that haven't come out yet that you can like pre-order on iTunes, for example. I so, thought that was awesome. So the Wonder Years album, "No Closer to Heaven," it was announced 12 hours before the service launched. I just hit the plus button. And now it's just chilling in my recently added section, the first singles there, and everything else will just appear on September 4th. Are you kidding me? That's, that's that, great. That is so dope. It and is no good other for artists. That right now. Yeah, that is, that is so killer. Here's um, some other things. Um, I never got around to listening to Hyperview by Title Fight. Um, and I've always wanted to, but I never, I just, I get lazy to go into Spotify. And I know that's pathetic, but I do. And that's life. Um, I I listened to Paola by Dessa once when it streamed on Spin or NPR. Did you really thought, just call them Dessa? Don't people do that? No. I see people do that. That's not a thing. People in Philadelphia do that. The fuckboys do that. Okay. I'll be a fuckboy. I, I think Kiner Oberst would consider me a fuckboy. Can, can I just also say? <clears throat> yeah. That's the album of the year. Okay, so hold on. So I listened to it and I was I thought it was good, but I was but then I was like then I never thought about it again. Um because I wasn't gonna buy it and I wasn't I don't have the vinyl and I didn't get an advance of it. I was scrolling around on iTunes and I hit add. And same thing with the new Census Fail album. Um I've been hearing lots of things about this Australian lady named Courtney Barnett. I just hit plus. Um Oof. well that record's not good. People love it, man. I, but people, well, I, I listened. If I wanted to hear a girl talk over music, I'd just go to Eddie Coffee House and let my girlfriend talk. Holy shit! <laughs> you are so lucky that she doesn't listen. Yeah, yeah I, know, I know. I try. I told Grace on Sunday. I was like, I talk about you on the podcast a lot, and she's like, I don't care. I'm like, come on! If you told me that you talked about me on your podcast, I would have downloaded it by the time you finished your sentence. You, 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 you know what I realized was, was the odd thing when you tweeted the other day? Right. That our girlfriends shared names. Oh, yeah. That's really weird. Yeah. That's really weird. Yeah. We should stop talking about it. <laughs> um, and so what happened? I added all those last night, and you know what I did today? I listened to all of that music today. It was really weird <laughs> in a really good way, and I am, like, in love with this. I... I uh, it's just great. Like, there's all this music now that is just in my library, and it feels just like it was as if I bought it or downloaded it or put it in else somewhere somehow else. And it's music that I would not have listened to otherwise. And um, for Title Fight or for Senses Fail or for Third Eye Blind, that should be good for them. They should think that's good. 
Um, yeah. I think that's so, good. So, so, so my take on it? So I went to turn on the iTunes match thing, and I had this thought, and then I realized what it was. Is that, so I guess, probably a little unlike you, since I have much more vast music taste, and I'm not saying this is an insult, it's just mm-hmm. the case. It's true. Um, I have downloaded so many records I've never listened to that I figured I would just listen to, and then I also have downloaded literally for my iTunes collection before I had audio, like probably I have like one to 200 records that were just in my iTunes. So I could listen to for a reference for a band's mix while I'm working. So I had this realization that, you know, like everybody's talking about the 25,000 songs. Yeah. I have 150,000 songs in my iTunes library. So I had this realization. 150,000. Wow. Yeah. Jesse Richmond from their website has like 50,000 and it's always a problem for him. Yeah. So, and I used to also be that type of thing, like where I would just like, you know, I'd see a torrent of a band's discography. I'd be like, oh, well, I might need to reference that for a record at some point. Let's just get that whole thing. And, you know, I'd have it for work purposes and I usually never listen to it, but like, I realized, like, there's no way I'm hitting match because just to scroll to find what I want, I will probably take 10 years. So I realized I have to make Clean a trim. Up. Yeah, I, I like, before I can commit to this, I have to make a trim down iTunes file. And I think that's the other thing I like is that, you know, when I go through my audio, it really is what I've been doing in recent years. And I guess that's also a hard thing to go through is that, like, I'm like, man, like, I have the, some of my playlists are literally, like, four or five years old now. And it's hard to break up with my pop playlist where I put every single pop song I've enjoyed for the past couple of years. What I will say real quick is um, Apple is planning on uh, with the announce of with the release of iOS 9 expanding its 25,000 song um, iTunes match feel to 100,000 songs, which should really take care of almost everyone in the world except record producers, um, I would imagine. So that's good. Very good. Yeah, yeah um, agreed. I still got about 50,000 songs to trim down. Yeah. Like, I have 10,000 songs on my library. Um, I mean, I know I can get rid of Metro Station Shake It pretty safely. Are you sure, man? I watched <laughs> them play it at Warp Tour like five times in the last week. Oh, my God. It was rough. Oh, dear. So what else with this thing, or are we done? Um... Well, so what do you think about this, like, as a first step? Like, do you think they did the bare minimum? I don't think they did the bare minimum. They did lots of interesting ideas. I think it's a great service. I will probably continue messing around with it, but I, yet again, still can't leave RDO until somebody makes a new release page as good as theirs. Hmm. That's silly to me. You don't get it. Like, so... Of my listening, when do you even listening. listen to music, man? Well, hate so, this, music. so this is what I was gonna say. No, I, I always say this. I'm the person who devotes the most time to listening to new music to hate everything I hear of anybody I know. I literally, I ask people for recommendations. I look things up. I go through that new release page. I literally will devote time to make sure I hear every new release I want to hear. Why don't you watch the movies I recommend you? Because you like action movies, and that stuff's terrible. I just started watching HBO's new series, Ballers. I will never watch that. With Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Terrible. And I had to stop watching the pilot to record this goddamn podcast with you. Oh, well, that's definitely time better spent than listening to the 
uh, intellectual wonderkin that is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Dude, he's a star. Ugh, awful. <laughs> the only thing uh, worse though, the only thing worse than that show I imagine is The Brink, which I've watched two episodes of. Oh, you are oh. you. So that's to me that was my like I can't even watch this show. Jack, sounded, Jack Black is the worst. He needs to retire. Yeah, he is the worst. He needs to retire. Well, he uh, he's playing. He's one of the headliners of Riot Fest this year. Oh, rough, rough times, dog. Um, but I, I will just say in closing, sort of thoughts on Apple Music. Like, at the bare minimum, I'm sold. Um, yeah, no, no, no. I'm I, in. I, I, like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm definitely there for ease of use. I'm just not totally there. And I, I don't think it's for everyone at the start. I think people who are heavily invested in audio or Beats or sorry, audio or Spotify have every right to either never switch over or to um, or to stay where they are or to you know take a while to switch over. But what I will say is like, man, if you are someone, the, the large majority of the world has never tried a streaming service before. Um, yes. And if they try to, if they tried Apple Music. I don't know why they would ever try anything else. Um, I just... I agree. And that is... I think that's all that really, like, needs to be said. And if I were Spotify, I wouldn't... If I were Daniel Eck at Spotify, I wouldn't be tweeting, oh, okay. It doesn't need to be better than their service. Like, I think the app itself is way better than Spotify's currently, um, even though there are things that, that are... Definitely mobile app, I, I agree. Spotify's I think mobile that, app uh, is like a disaster, and Spotify's desktop app is not good either, but iTunes sucks. But playing on iTunes was good. I think that that's another silly thing that people are saying. is like, oh, it should have been a new app and all that stuff. That's great for all the people who want to listen to three-hour podcasts of Apple nerds or that Gruber guy that you all jerk off to who, like, obsess over this stuff. But the normal person just wants something that works, and they made an app where now you can just listen to any song you want if you opt into this free trial. I agree. And, um, and that, that's, that's a stunning thing, and it didn't disrupt anyone's life. Sometimes disruption is, is a bad thing. I don't want my life disrupted. I downloaded a new piece of software. It works. It does what it should do. Agreed. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see. Yeah, I'm just I'm curious to see if there's going to be any exclusive soon. I'm curious to see what how often they update it, stuff like that. But um, what are we getting into? Oh, a, a happy t topic of um, a doughy, angry misogynist, his acoustic guitar, and some underage girls. Ah, uh, uh, which one? <laughs> Is there is there another one aside from him? Maybe. Who are we talking about? We're talking about Jake McFlurash of uh, from Porchstep. I like that you um, kind of opted out of mumbling some of that last name because you didn't quite know how to pronounce it. I definitely don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's McGillfresh. <laughs> okay, I think that's right. Um, I woke up today. I went to the office. A couple hours in the office, a friend of mine who's on Warp Tour tweeted, "Front Porchstep is playing Warp Tour today." Who is Front Porch Step? Well, if you don't remember, at the top of 2015, Front Porch Step had the rug pulled out under him when a slew of um, allegations uh, came out about him interacting and talking with in inappropriate ways with underage uh, women or underage girls, I should say, um, across the country. Um, he was set to go on a spring headlining tours in legitimate sized venues with a band on my record label and a band in my management company, have uh, Head North and Have Mercy. That tour got canceled, uh, and his career went up in smoke. He got dropped from Pure Noise. He bailed off of Warp Tour. 
six months later, he played Warp Tour today on July 1st in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, to what was a horrific reaction to Kevin Lyman, uh, a crucified reaction to Kevin Lyman online and what happened. And uh, additionally, some resistance as well at Warp Tour from artists, um, notably um, so, Soupy some, Campbell. Some being the key. Yeah, I, you know, I, I can barely call it res- resistance. He was so cagey, and I, I think the, I think it was almost cowardly that no band really took a stand against this. I don't disagree. Um, I will say that I think um, Kevin Lyman put every band in a bad situation today. Oh, yeah. Um, he he I put think every Kevin, band in a bad but, I, but that essay he wrote for Alternative Press showed so clearly— that he's mad at people for making this a thing and that he doesn't get this. I agree. He doesn't get I, the severity I think from, of it. I think it, from his stance... Well, here, here's what I know. Um, they're having a warp tour due to the wild backlash because there was a lot of backlash from artists, whether it was publicly said or not. Um, there was a mandatory meeting today in about 10 minutes, and oh, actually in about an hour and 10 minutes at 9 o'clock Central Time. Um where Kevin Lyman, I believe, will address all the bands and all the staff of Warp Tour and state that Jake McElfresh, McElfresh, sorry, yeah, uh, will be was uh, for the past six months in Tennessee under the extreme care and watch of Music Cares, an organization that is set to help musicians through whatever they do, good or bad or troubled. And now yeah, this it's was mostly it's mostly drug addiction. Yeah, they're and, a great organization. They've helped yes. a lot of my friends. And that this was allegedly part. This him playing today was allegedly part of his rehab. What I will say <laughs> to that is, I think it's bullshit. Um, yeah, I have something to lose potentially by saying that I think this was a bullshit move, and that I think his booking agent Matt Pike uh, is sort of a coward who allows these things to continue to happen. I think that Kevin Lyman made a very poor move by putting. There's a photo of him playing his set today and 80% of the people in the front row were clearly underage girls who did not, who did not know or did not care. Um, and um, I, I think it's really unfortunate that the individual that controls every single step of Warp Tour, which is why Warp Tour is such a phenomenal and sometimes not a phenomenal thing, um, puts a predator, whether he is rehabbed or not, in front of an audience that he could potentially hurt forever. Yeah, I, I just also don't think six months when your moral compass set allows you to do this, I don't think six months is long enough to do that. And then secondly, Kevin Lyman has shown an abs- and I should say this as somebody who has the utmost respect for him, he has shown absolute disdain for everybody who's done this trial by internet for him as it's been put. Like, the, those, those articles are so reactionary towards that this isn't convenient for you, so you're angry at the people who did it, so you're going to take the opposite side. Like, I don't get how you can be an intelligent person and write the things he's writing and take the position he's taking, and it really is awful. And now, while I do agree that, like, trial by defend pop punk group is the worst dystopian future of an idiocracy I've ever reality. heard. Um, I, there are there are dozens of screenshots of him of the of the singer interacting with underage girls. Like, here's here's the thing. Um, I don't know that he should never walk on the streets of whatever town in his entire life. I don't know. 
I don't think that he should probably be put behind bars forever and ever, but I do not think that he should be put open-handedly in front of Warp Tour when he betrayed the trust of everyone that helped him get there. Um, and, and that's my thing. Um, betrayed he, the trust? Is that, that really the thing as much as just like, is doing an activity that most band members don't engage in? And that's one of the other things I hate, I, I really have hated about this is people go, well, every band does that. I, you know, I, I've spent the last literally 22 years of my life around band people and I hate to say it, and actually I'm very glad to say it, that most of the guys in bands do not engage in that behavior while it is a cliche. Yes, some do. Yes, plenty have been caught. But 90% do not engage in that behavior. Right, and that's how it should be. And if they want to engage in similar behavior, most probably do not engage with underage girls. Um, and so I just... Uh, it, it's just really disheartening to me. Um, this, as like a, frankly, as a business and a PR move, it's a real head scratcher. It, it feels, it feels more like, fuck this, fuck this. I'm taking it back. I am in charge of this, and I'm going to do whatever the hell I want on my own tour. Um, and that's not how you act when um, you can harm others. And look, this is bad. It's bad business for Warp Tour. Um, it's bad business it for the bands on Warp Tour. It's bad business for the sponsors, uh, the the abuse sponsors, the home care sponsors, the lesbian and gay rights sponsors. It's bad news for the record labels. It's bad news for the crew who he puts in danger by. If three years from now this event takes place, and, this event means that they're going to sell less tickets in three years from now and they have to cut their staff. It's bad for those people. It was very foolish, and um, what, what happens if a if let's say the Dallas Morning Star decides to put an article and actually show these screenshots and show that Warp Tour endangered children? There's no no ticket sales the next year to Warp Tour, and there's no there's no rebuttal um, or no accurate rebuttal because these this has happened. This is this is real. Um, I think it's a shame that people on his team pretend that it's not real. I think it's a shame that. His booking agent posts on Instagram that you that no one knows anything about the situation and that anyone that thinks he's wrong uh, should unfollow him. I, I think this is this is like the most blatant. Uh, you can't catch me here. I am right in front of you, getting away with this. Um, I don't know, Jesse, if you saw, but he uh, saw a, a girl threw an empty water bottle at him when he stepped on stage, and he went on a little rant and said, "I." You don't know me. I am very proud of who I am. Thanks for your ticket money, dude, and played his song. Um, yes, I, I saw. If I were him, I would be incredibly unproud of who I was. Um, and that's probably how I would know he had been, He had changed even an inch from six months ago. But if he is proud of who he is after doing what he's done, uh, he clearly should not have been given a chance, and he should not get a chance again, and it's very unfortunate. Uh, agreed, and I think um, the last thing I'd like to say is like we, there was a couple of things that were addressed at us on here, which is one um, that the bands uh, I think think it's a little ridiculous when the bands are saying we should boycott the bands can boycott. Then some people said, "Oh well, they'll lose their income for the summer and their opportunity." If one band threatened to drop off the tour, never mind if it was one of the bigger bands, it would cause such a controversy because it would put Warp Tour on the side of this fucking creep. 
And warp tour is on the side of the scrape. Yes. Um, so, I think but it would put them clear. on such that side that it they, there would be no way that they would do anything with them. Two warp tour had to sneakily do this. They didn't warn anybody. They didn't say anybody. They didn't. Right. Put there it was no vote. warning. He was. There. It only came out when the artist on the tour got the schedule for the day. <laughs> um, so the third, some people are like, well, maybe they were contractually li- uh, liable to do do this, and that's not true because every that's one of these contracts are, always have a clause to explain to people who don't know that if you do something bad uh, to ruin the reputation, you can uh, break out of the deal. It's also, the same he doesn't thing have like, a. I'll, well, let me even just further say he doesn't have a deal. He dropped off the tour. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, like to also say, this is the same thing for bands. Like what you do with the band, if let's say you're the creepy guitarist sociopath of a very popular band and get caught looking at kitty porn, there's a contract in your band agreement that says that they that if you ruin their reputation, they don't have to pay you anymore. That's in every band agreement. And yes, bands sign this thing called a band agreement that sets out rules for it. Most of your favorite bands that make any money have it unless they're absolute idiots. So... We'll, we'll see. Maybe we'll do a follow-up next week, depending on what happens if, on this band meeting and if there's any other fallout. But regardless, um, just hard. Like, I, I see tons of people, and I don't know if they'll follow through with this, but just simply saying, like, well, I'm not going to Warp Tour. I don't feel safe at Warp Tour. It's very unfortunate that I saw, you know, um, women work, women crew workers on the tour that uh, uh, tweet things like that they did not feel comfortable at Warp Tour today. And, and that's a shame because those people ensure trust in Kevin Lyman and his staff to make them feel safe as they travel in to 41 different parking lots across the country. Um, and I think that's a bummer. Um, on, on this episode of Cheery Off the Record. <laughs> so so on a lighter note, let's do some recommendations. So I see that we both have the, the same one, which is Mr. Robot, which is... What do you think about this? So I, let, me, let me just say something real quick. USA is my favorite TV network. Oh my god, I've never liked anything else on that. I watch uh, all the majority of shows I watch are on USA. They have been forever. Uh, like, and Jesse would hate all these shows, but like White Collar, like Suits, like Royal Oof. Pains, uh, like back in the day, Monk, Psych, etc. I love USA, and I had made a note to check out the show when I saw a trailer for it a month or two ago. Um, and then on Twitter, I saw people like tech people freaking out about it. And I was like, well, this is weird. Um, and so I watched it last night. Um, it's the, the best first episode of a television in the history of television. I think that's wrong, but I thought it was a really good episode of TV. Which, which, which episode is better? If I, I mean, I don't know. Of all the pilots in the world, like, there's a lot of compelling pilots, I feel. Like, oh, I, also, I think usually oh, pilots you know, are terrible. To me, you know what the most like jaw-dropping first episode of a pilot was of recent memory? Um, the newsroom. Oh, I, I like that show. I don't agree. That I that sold it on me. What I will say about Mr. Robot, and people should watch it if they're interested, is it was blunt. Like they went for I. There were thing like within they they went after this little crucible of like major tech companies, including Apple. And I was like, man, if I was the president of USA, I would not have let this run. <laughs> like they kind of they went for it. It was really interesting. I do agree. Thank you for listening to Off the Record this week. We'll be cheerier next time, maybe. Uh, you can listen live at adobe.com or you can su- subscribe to us on iTunes or at offtherecord.fm. Thank you, and we'll be back.